So as I'm putting this radio program together earlier today, I'm looking at a bunch of stories and pictures and some of these people, the only thought that hit me, this is the face of evil. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. What a week this has been. I think it was an excellent program that Jim Calhoun did for us on Wednesday. Getting over catastrophe, overcoming adversity. What a powerful program. And I I can't thank Jim enough for that message that he gave and the testimony given by his guest. Yesterday, we took a little bit of time here on the program to to honor Thanksgiving Day, and I shared a message that came from Trinity Chapel this past Sunday. But today, for this weekend edition, we're going to get back to some news stories. Normally, I don't do as many news stories on the weekend edition, but today, I really feel we need to definitely spend a little time looking at some recent stories and even a few old stories, and I want want you to see how they link together. There is a pattern developing. It goes back longer than just three years or five years or 10. A lot of this takes root 25, 50, even 100 years ago. There is evil in our world. On that, there can be absolutely no doubt. No doubt at all. And and I look at some of these people that are in leadership, some of these people that are called influencers, that's the new term today, a TikToker or X, formerly known as Twitter influencer, YouTube, whatever the case may be. And I look at some of these faces. And the other night I was talking with a friend of mine and this person just came out and asked me a question. He said, when you look at, at certain politicians, and in this case, he mentioned Kathy Hochul, the, the governor of the state of New York, and then we mentioned some other names. He said, look at the eyes. Don't those eyes look demonic? And I paused for a moment, and I pulled up a few pictures, and I said, you know, I think you, you're onto something here. There's something about some of these people in leadership that tells you something about them. Now, I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. I know looks aren't everything. Believe me, I do have a face for radio. But I want to tell you this. There's something in the eyes of some of these people, no matter what picture is being taken, and even from news outlets that are doing absolutely their best to put these people in the best of light. And they still come off looking rather evil. Hate to put it that way. And it's not so much how they look. It's when you take a little bit of time and observe their actions and the things that they are doing, the things that they stand for, the things that they have said. In recent years, even recent decades in some cases, I look at people like the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. 
and what he has done to that state, what he permits in that state. As somebody pointed out, it wasn't long ago, they cleaned up San Francisco for a Chinese dictator, but they won't do anything to solve crime or the homelessness or the filth for the regular folk that live there. Then you got Kathy Hochul, who was on the big vaccine bandwagon and a bunch of other stuff. I'm going to be sharing a couple of stories about her in just a few minutes. Of course, there's President Joe Biden, an absolute liar, has been a liar for more than a half century. When he ran for president in 1988, he was a liar then and got caught at it. He was a liar throughout being in the Senate, stole documents, but he gets away with it. And he's a liar and a reprobate and a disgusting, evil individual. I'm going to call him out for what it is. He talks about my Catholic faith. I've got a rosary in my pocket. Well, whoopee-doo. That rosary and a thousand gallons of holy water ain't getting you nowhere. Your heart is cold, stone, dead. You are an evil individual. And you are in a party that exemplifies and loves evil and deceit and destruction. What do you mean destruction? Well, they're all about transgender grooming of children and ruining their bodies. I have a story on that, too. I've got so many. I may not get to all of these. I'm going to try my best. And I hope that I don't anger you too much. But you need to understand the battle in which we face, the world in which we live, and stop putting your head in the sand and thinking it's all going to get better at the next election. If you do, you're a fool. I'm going to come out and say it. You're not going to fix this country at the next election. Of course I'm going to vote. Of course I'm going to do anything I can to slow the evil down. But if you think for one minute, oh, we'll just vote Trump back in. And everything will be fixed and the churches will be full and everybody will be happy. We'll just be singing happy days are here again. I had a complete number. I hate to be this way. Guy manages a radio station in Northern Virginia. Couldn't understand why I believe that. He goes, yeah, of course we can fix everything at the election. I'm going, when? I've been trying for over 50 years. It ain't happened yet. When are people going to figure out that you don't, the Bible is right. I mean, the Bible is true. Do not put your hope, your trust and everything into, into your politicians, you know, the princes, the sons of men. You put it in almighty God. And too many people that are conservatives are putting it into elections and they have ditched and they've thrown to the curb the things of God. Because they're too lazy on Sunday. They're too busy going to Walmart or the Home Depot or some sporting event. There's a lot going on. And like I say, I don't even know where to begin, but I'll start here. There is a complete I can't, basket case of a congressman from Georgia, Hank Johnson. What a buffoon. I mean, if, if you, they should put his picture in Wikipedia for the word buffoon. But sometimes even buffoons, when they are speaking, this guy, this was in an interview. Now, let me, I got to set this up so you understand it. This interview occurred in early January of 2001. 
before January the 6th, okay? This is before January 6th. And this is Hank Johnson in an interview. And he's talking about conservatives, Donald Trump. He's talking about conservatism and what we have to do about it. Now, I want you to pay attention. January 6th had not occurred. Oh, the riots of the prior year in 2020, you know, the George Floyd stuff had been going full tilt. But this, listen carefully. Evil always exposes their hand if you pay attention. Listen to Hank Johnson. A day before January 6th. You can't let this behavior slide. You can't ignore it and hope that it's not going to happen again. Because you see you see what's shaping up for the future with guys like uh, Josh Hawley and Pitt Cruz and others who are looking to uh, turn Trump, uh, the, re- the Trump Republican Party, into the Trump Republican Party on steroids. Uh, and uh, Donald Trump has already done a good job of, uh, of uh, turning this Republican Party into something that we never dreamed of before. But if you let one of those guys get in, they're already showing you that they're willing to take it to the next level. And so we've got to make sure that those who come after Donald Trump know that they will not be allowed to get away with what Donald Trump did, that they will be held accountable. They will be treated, yes, like Negroes. They will be perp-walked uh, to the jail, hot hands, handcuffed, not in front of them, but behind them. And uh, they will be booked, fingerprinted, have to make bond, and have to hire a lawyer just like everybody else and go through the system. The system you know, feasts on, uh, on black folks, but for once it needs to turn its attention to uh, you know, what this man has done to turn our country into uh, something that we uh, we just don't need to let it uh, get to. He, he's affecting everyone, and uh, he can't be allowed to get away with it because if we allow him to get away with it, there'll be others who try to do the same thing, and we don't even want them to think about trying to do what Trump has done. Now, let me be crystal clear. Congressman Hank Johnson is a total moron. He's an absolute buffoon. The things that fall out of his mouth are absolutely insane at times, even crazy. As a matter of fact, and in case you forgot, it wasn't that many years ago that uh, Hank Johnson was in a congressional hearing about financing for the military and and for building a base on the island of Guam. All right, are you following so far? Hank Johnson had some concerns about bringing several thousand military people to a you know fairly substantially sized island, you know, Guam, and he worried. And this is what Hank Johnson, congressman from Georgia, Democrat, 
was worried about. My, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. So obviously, when it comes to Congressman Hank Johnson of Georgia, you're dealing with a mental midget. I mean, let's be honest. And he gets elected over and over again, and we're in the district that he represents, which kind of tells me the IQ level, intelligence level of the district of which he represents, which doesn't fare well for that district. But putting all that aside, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings come some of the most profound statements by total accident. Even a, as they say, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Unless it's a digital clock, then maybe it's just once. But listen, as I said, what did Hank Johnson do? This interview that he had with a predominantly black and liberal-leaning, leftist-leaning outlet, he was letting the cat out of the bag before January the 6th. I have told you many, many, many times that January 6th was a planned psychop. I firmly believe that. I absolutely believe it with every ounce of my being. They knew there was going to be a rally. They knew people were going to be there. And the deep state evil that exists in this nation, this traitorous evil, this ungodly satanic evil that is the undercurrent of Washington, D.C., had been planning, knowing this event was coming for weeks. Have you noticed the FBI, when Christopher Wray is under oath and he's asked, were there any FBI assets among the January 6th people that were there to blend in? He won't say a word because he's a reprobate, stinking liar. He knows they were there. He's part of the deep state. He is part of the traitorous problem that will destroy the United States if we allow this to continue unabated. We can only pray we can get some progress in an election, but I don't hold out a lot of hope. I really don't. And people like Hank Johnson, they're, they're, they... They know what's going on. They're on the inside track. The Democrats have been talking among themselves. They knew what was coming down on January 6th. And I think some establishment Republicans knew as well. And when the scuttlebutt was getting out that something might be happening, and even President Trump wanted to abate that by having the National Guard on standby, Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C. both died in the wool, leftist, evil individuals said no, because they wanted the optics. They wanted this to happen. And I firmly believe with every ounce of my being that our own government made this happen. They goaded it to happen. They participated in it. And then they wanted the show trials and the hearings and they needed all this. They, they, they needed the perp walks. They needed the fingerprinting. They needed the mugshots. And even a buffoon like Hank Johnson knew in advance. And he didn't even think twice when he said. They would be perp walked uh, to the jail, hot hands handcuffed, not in front of them, but behind them. 
and uh, they will be booked, fingerprinted, have to make bond, and have to hire a lawyer just like everybody else and go through the system. A system that has now been co-opted by the most evil forces that have ever tried to control the world, let alone the United States. That's what we're facing. Hank Johnson knew this. I mean, even the buffoon knew this before January 6th. The word had spread among the Democrats that people were beginning to challenge this election. They are beginning to smell a rat. Something wasn't right. It didn't pass the smell test. And so they had to put an end to anybody even looking. I remind anybody that says, Bob, 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 they, they looked at the evidence. and the No, they didn't. See, that's one of the dirty secrets they don't like to talk about at the intellectual and journalistic sewers like MSNBC and CNN and NBC, CBS, ABC, New York Times, Washington Post. You know, you know the list. The same, same usual suspects, the propaganda status state-run media. They always talk about the courts, but what they don't tell you is they, by omitting a few facts, they change the entire topic. What do you mean by that, Bob? Every case that ever came before a court was tossed out on procedural or standing grounds. None of it ever dealt with the evidence. No evidence to this day has ever been heard in a court of law. When you try to bring it in, they shut it all down on procedural matters. You have no standing. We don't want to know the truth because the truth may reveal how despicable the deep state actually is. And we don't want to be assassinated by the deep state if we were to dare put this into a a court setting. I really believe that's true, too. Too many things. If a buffoon like Hank Johnson has already been told to look forward to the day of the perp walks and the arrest. This is like Stalinist Russia. Show me the man, I'll show you the crime. They knew once they ramrodded Joe Biden in and put in Grandma Garland and the rest of the reprobates in charge of the government to destroy it from inside out, they would eventually come for Trump. And all they had to do was find some intellectual you know, boneheads, you know, like the one up in New York, you know, Alvin Braggadocious or Alvin Bragg, Fanny Willis, and, and don't forget Loretta James in New York who campaigned in, in 2020. I'm going to get Trump. She's not unbiased. And, and what about that complete idiot of a judge in New York? Hey, judge, you can't put a gag order on me. You are a moron. You're an idiot. You're a political hack. You should have your law license revoked. You should be leaving the bench in shame. I've decided he's guilty in the case of Trump, even though I'm a total idiot on real estate. Know nothing about it. Well, that, that home in Florida is worth about $18 million or $20 million, whatever he said it was. doesn't make any difference. He was only off by about 90%. Literally, he was appraising it at 10% of its value at minimum. Lesser properties in the same neighborhood are selling in the hundreds of millions. But he's guilty in the eyes of Aragon, you know, the idiot, and his law clerk, who is palsy-walsy with Chuck Schumer, 
I'm just going to call it out. The guy's a reprobate, a liar, and a disgusting individual. He's evil to the core. There is no goodness in him. He is using the law, and he he is getting giddy about the idea of destroying a company, stealing their wealth, putting everybody out of work, because he dared challenge the deep state. And the deep state empowers me. The way he mugged for the camera would be enough to be an embarrassment. Thankfully, at least the gag order had been lifted even by a leftist court in New York. Even that was too much for them to stomach. I mean, that's really bad. When your ruling against a guy like Trump is overturned by a leftist court. Boy, you really must be an idiot. You really must make a mockery of the law in New York State. And New York State's another state that's going down the toilet like California and many others. Got a story out of New York in a moment here, but I want to finish this thought. They knew January 6th was coming. It was a planned event. The FBI, I believe the intelligence forces that hated Trump were all in on it. They're going to put an end to this. The deep state, they have tentacles in that government, in that city. And they were going to be determined to crush Trump and make sure that he would not be put in office, make sure the election could never be overturned. And now that he dares, and if he was to ever do anything about it, they're going to come after him. He's going to do the perp walk. Think about that mugshot in Fulton County, Georgia. By the way, when I think of some of the faces of evil, like a Joe Biden, a Kathy Hochul, and others, Jack Smith, you know, the attorney prosecuting uh, Alvin Braggadocious, that, that entire clown show. And when I think of some of the evil faces out there that I've seen, another one comes to mind. Brian Kemp, governor of Georgia. Only reason he won is that nobody could stomach the idea of Stacey Abrams. And she ran twice. I begin to wonder if he paid her to run as the only way he could win legitimately. And what always has been the standout for for Kemp and Ratberger, his secretary of state. Yeah, I know it's Rassenberger. I, I know that. But he's a rat in my in my view. 2020, he let the election be tainted terribly. Georgia lost two Senate seats in the United States Senate. And I believe from cheating, being allowed to continue in places like Fulton County, Albany, Georgia, uh, maybe around Savannah, and, and then fake ballots that were stuffed in the boxes in the middle of the state, where there are hundreds of people registered at the last minute to vote that don't live there, never existed. There is no property, no house, no mobile home, not even a tent at the addresses given. By the way, probably when you go across the state of Georgia, enough of those phony registered voters to have overturned the election in the state of Georgia alone. Just on those, forget the stuffing of the ballot boxes in Fulton County and Cobb and others. He let that happen. And then when it came 2022, then he suddenly had to tighten the the requirements for voting and make sure that everything was going to be all right. Because, see, if he let it stand the way he did in 2020, Stacey Abrams would have won. 
and he and Ratberger would have been out of a job. Do you see what's happening? And what is Brian Kemp going to do in a couple of years from now when he gets out of office, when the next election comes in 2026? And maybe Stacey Abrams runs again. What's going to happen in Georgia? He's going to become an agent for business in Georgia to China. I consider Brian Kemp a very questionable individual at minimum who allowed an election to be stolen for the establishment that he wants to work for. And he didn't care about the damage that it did. I look at people like him representing the Republican Party and the Liz Cheney wing and the other disgusting individuals like them. Fake, phony, and fraudulent conservative. You know, Mitt Romney. Yeah, dare I even say the former recent speaker of the House of Representatives and then Mitch McConnell in the Senate. They're all in on it. They just know how to talk a good game to be the, quote, loyal opposition. We're in a a heap of trouble, friends, because this is the likes of what we are dealing with. Now, I've got another story that I want to share, too, that are related to each other. And boy, I got plenty before the show is out. I will make every effort to get to them. Here in the United States, our military is becoming a disaster area. Probably could use some FEMA funding, I don't know. As we in the United States, because of just evil and unintelligent leadership, who are blinded by the lies, and they believe their own lies, our military is about, is becoming wokeism. It's becoming, you know, it's becoming a gay, trans, lesbian Disney world. The United States military. The Pentagon just recently requested another $114 million to spend on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and accessibility. In other words, if you are a, a homosexual or a trans or whatever, we want you in the military. Of course, now, let me explain to you something. I noticed something, and everybody else has noticed it too. This was about a week or so ago. The Army is running ads looking for normal uh, people uh, to join because they're, they're, they're losing decent people. Nobody's re-enlisting. They're getting out of this fruitcake factory that's run by the woke and the sick and the ungodly and the reprobates. The leadership of the United States military is pure satanic evil to the core. Diversity is killing us. The Chinese would never touch it. The Russians would never touch it, but they encourage it for us. We have an army that will fall all over itself because it's going to be woke and broken. I saw the other day an all-female diversity crew. They were so excited to have this submarine hunter. Diversity crew took off, overshot the runway, and landed in the bay. Hey, it's a big plane. I mean, I don't get it. 
And so you look at some of these trans people, men wearing dresses and makeup, and you know they're men. This whole trans movement, this it's all sexualizing things that shouldn't be sexualized. Our military is falling for it and being gutted out from the inside like every other institution in our nation by this trans and gay agenda that is out there to demoralize, destroy masculinity, even destroy feminism. It's really bad when some clown who's a man, born a man, trained as a man, decides to become a woman to win at weightlifting over women. And in Canada, it can get you in a lot of trouble to even dare challenge it. I'm looking at a video somebody sent me of a man. And you look at the guy. He's got a five o'clock shadow. Big time. Adam's apple. And you'd almost would think this was staged, but it isn't when you do the research. I looked at this and I'm going, no, no. this, This is being said because, you know, he's just trying to be funny. It's not funny. It's deadly serious. I am a woman. I am a real biological transgender woman. I was born this way. I will hold my space and I will fight for the rights of transgender children. Love yourself. Be yourself. Be kind to yourself. Love. I am a woman. I am No, dude, you're not a woman. You are a man. You were born a male. You will die as a male. Do you understand? Your DNA gives you away. You are just delusional in your thinking. I'm looking at a picture of three military people, men dressed as women. And they are in the army the Air Force, the Navy. And it is disgusting to look at. These are men in dresses. They're in drag. This is like the military in drag. And you got this guy you just heard. I, I am a woman. I am a trans woman. And I want to help your children become trans. This is satanic. This is not just a psychological problem. I am more convinced than ever that the entire trans movement has nothing to do with mental health. It has to do with demon possession, demon oppression. The stuff we allow in our homes, on TikTok and Facebook and other sources. The fact that we have cursed and spit in the face of God in this country. The reprobate class that runs everything in the darkness. And they push this for the destruction of our society so we can usher in a one-world government, a one-world religion, a one-world currency where three pagan gods will be exemplified as co-gods to the new Antichrist ruler. The god Moloch that demands infant sacrifice. We have that today. It's called abortion. Diana worship. We 
worship Mother Earth. Not the Creator, Mother Earth. And we're killing the planet with climate change. We must do all these things to save our planet so the goddess Diana doesn't come after us and destroy us. And the god Ishtar that makes a man a woman and a woman a man, there are other gods and other evils. Well, we're not, we may not have time to get to that today, but it's worth the discussion. This diversity is not diversity at all. It is destroying normalcy, wiping out the minds of children, beating you up, wearing you down where you don't care anymore. And you try to hide in your homes and you realize that you can no longer be a part of this system. We'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes and I've got two or three more stories you got to hear. This, this month of November has been challenging, but so many of you have come through. Just before Thanksgiving, I had a pleasant surprise from a good friend of mine to help this ministry out, and it humbled me almost to the point of tears. And others have stepped to the plate and done the same thing. This has happened several times. I look at the ministries God has laid out for me. This radio show is one. And educating young people, I have some people I'm talking to to make that reality happen. Getting ready to launch a Roku channel, followed by hopefully an Apple channel and even uh, using a fire stick. For as long as that opportunity will be there, we'll begin to put some Christian programming out that you can watch for free. No, no paywall here. Never have one, never will have one. There are so many opportunities. Increasing our shortwave presence is vital. I'm, I'm a firm believer. We can use all of this internet, but what, we, what do we do the day that we're no longer allowed? Read a story. Now that they want to bring net neutrality in, that could be the beginning of a problem for certain large conservative voices and eventually ministries. We're not that big, so we're not that big of a target yet. We might get several years out of these efforts, but I need that fallback plan. That's why I come to you to stay on shortwave. If you believe in this ministry, I need several things. First, prayer. Pray for me that I can continue to do this. Pray for my health that it will improve. Pray for the surgeons that'll be dealing with me and the, and the treatments coming up in December and January. That they succeed and I can be here to serve for as long as God wants me. Pray that we can educate young children in a school system that we are putting together. There are so many things out there in the background that God has laid up. And I'm here's the big thing. Of course we need the finances, but I need the people. We're coming into a time of great tribulation, and I want to be ready. So if you would, visit our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com. You can look for the tab that says support. I don't have a big donate now button. You can use Give, Send, Go. I love that organization. They're Christians. 
They've been wonderful and effective for us. Give, send, go. Or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. That's 24319, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. Now, the stories I have in the next segment you cannot miss. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Finish the story. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Khan, your Jewish connection. Bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. In the book of Ruth, we see a beautiful story of Ruth and Naomi and Boaz. Story of love and friendship and loyalty, but it's more than that. It's a spiritual mystery as well. There's an awesome truth about God's plan for the ages. Naomi represents the Jew, Ruth the Gentile. And at the beginning, Naomi's life ends up blessing Ruth's life. But at the end, Ruth's life ends up blessing Naomi's life. And it's profound. See, the Jew, Naomi, was born to bless the Gentile, born for the Gentile. But the Gentile is born again to bless the Jew. Through Naomi comes salvation to Ruth, but through Ruth comes redemption to Naomi. So that's the same way. Salvation came through the Jewish people, from the Jewish people, to bless you who are the Gentile, who are who were not born a Jew. You, you were blessed by them. You are now grafted in like Ruth. You're a Ruth now. You're grafted into the nation of Israel. You share in the riches of the altar. You're a fellow citizen of Israel. And you, you have your own Jewish roots in Messiah. And you're a child of Abraham. You're an heir to the promise. And it's beautiful. But that's not the end of it. So your blessing came, as with Ruth, through the Jewish people, so you could bless back. The story is only complete when you do that, when Ruth blesses back Naomi and redeems her. The circle of love is only finished. See, the Jewish people were born to bless you, but you were born again to bless them. So pray for them. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Bless them back. Bring the word to them. Give to bless them, to get them saved. Support the giving the gospel to them. Bless them. It's as simple as finishing the story. It's time to bless Israel back. Those who blessed you, it's time for you to finish the story. Want more? Ask for the Bethlehem Allegory on CD. Now, the free gift for you, hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel. Awesome. The Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. Amazing. And Sapphire's Daily Spiritual Vitamins for a Victorious Walk with God. Updates on Israel, prophecy, world events. You're going to love it. How do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Yeshua, the real name of Jesus, Dial it, and that's it. To receive your free gifts, just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, you can actually spread salvation around the world, and, and for very little through shortwave radio, it's amazing. And bless the people who brought you salvation. Bless, bless Naomi. Bless them because God says I'm going to bless you back. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1, and that's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1, or you can write me direct. Just write to the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111. That's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. The zip is 07644. That's the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Yeshua Tenu, our salvation. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two 
of Truth to Ponder, the weekend edition. And what I like about the weekend edition, there are a couple of other outlets that play this particular program. Normally, I generally leave it to be more of a message of hope, but I decided this week for Thanksgiving to use the normal church message that I share from the prior Sunday for Thanksgiving Day. And today for the audience, including the stations here in the United States, the podcast listened to on multiple outlets, and even the high-powered Voice of Hope shortwave station coming to you from Zambia in the eastern part of the continent of Africa, covering literally about 80% of the continent, including South Africa and many other places. We have listeners to the Voice of Hope out of Zambia. And generally, I don't talk as much about the political things that I'm doing today or the news stories that I'm deeply concerned about today. But you're getting an opportunity to hear more of what we air on this program Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And so to those that are not used to hearing this kind of a program on The Voice of Hope, Maybe if you are able, I know not everybody can, if you visit our website, truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com, you will find out the many ways you can hear this program. You can hear it, of course. It gives a list of the radio stations that we are on. And it also also gives you a connection of how to hear this program when it comes out as a podcast. And and I know thousands upon thousands of people download or listen to this program every month. And for that, I am, I'm deeply thankful. I'm thankful for the support that I get that pays for the airtime that we need on this station. My time, as I've told you a dozen times, is free, but the airtime is not. And so if you can help us with that, it is much appreciated. I'll give you the address and info before the end of the program. Now, I mentioned early on in the program that I could give this program the title, The Faces of Evil. There's many faces, more than I could ever put into a a montage of evil leadership. And I'm really beginning to believe that the United States has gotten to a point where God is giving us evil leaders because we are doing evil things. I believe Kathy Hochul is punishment for the state of New York. I'm not not being funny about that. I'm deadly serious. I thought back in the early days of the pandemic, Governor Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan, another one of the mass COVIDian virus-consumed morons running a state government, she would let you go to the Home Depot to buy only things on her approved list. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. But ironically, if you wanted to buy gardening supplies to feed yourself, that was illegal under her rule. This little dictatoress, whatever you want to call her, you know, the Wicked Witch of Michigan, Of course, when her husband wanted to put his boat into the lake, he wanted to get preferential treatment when nobody else could. Typical, just like Gavin Newsom, another evil face. Uh, 
went out there to the French Laundry, the overpriced, trendy restaurant. No mask for his crowd and their $1,000 bottles of wine. But you cannot go. You cannot enjoy the same as the governor of the great state of Californication. And then you have the replacement governor of New York. And she gets that title because she replaced, you know, you remember, you remember Anthony Cuomo. Do you love me? Do you really love me? Do you love me? Do you care? Now, just a quick reminder, as the years have gone by, back in 2020, Governor Cuomo of New York, he was a big time superstar during the COVID-19 outbreak. With his daily press briefings from New York, he was the darling of the media, the darling of Hollywood, imposing some of the strictest lockdowns and mandates, and he was going to save the people. I need ventilators. Remember, I need ventilators. We're all going to die without ventilators. Ventilators are what are killing everybody. Well, we gave him all his ventilators, and he never used them. They're still, by the way, sitting in storage. Probably a good thing, too, as I said. You don't treat bacterial pneumonia, which is what was really going on, with a ventilator. Unless you want a pile of dead bodies. So I, I considered I, I considered the love gov, that was him on a phone call with some woman, uh, to be kind of a despicable, just reprobate. And he was a tool of the deep state. To get New York to, you know, make sure we had as many dead as possible and as much fear going as possible. And he he did his job, but he didn't do his job well enough. So the deep state outed him. Yeah. They started talking about his, you know, sexual harassment of women. And he had to resign. He couldn't even run for re-election. And then this unknown buffoon from Buffalo, Kathy Hochul steps into the plate. And I can honestly say that Kathy Hochul makes Governor Gretchen Whitmer look like a saint by comparison. This woman, you look at her face and all I see is the face of evil. She Another one of those phony Catholics that are pro-abortion, pro-trans, pro-butchering, pro-all of this evil stuff. And she had the audacity to go to some church in the metropolitan New York City area. One of those churches whose theology has gone woke and broke and unchristian. And she had the gall to stand up in front of this congregation and make this statement. We have to get this community back and... What we went through this pandemic made us stronger. I believe that, especially when I talk to young people who weren't able to have their graduations from high school or a normal life for the last 18 months. I say to them, whatever comes your way in life, you are stronger. You are more resilient. God let you survive this pandemic because he wants you to do great things someday. He lets you live through this when so many other people did not. And that is also your responsibility. Now... Let me just make it very clear. By the time she was making these statements at that church in, I believe, Brooklyn, might have been Queens, but I think Brooklyn, 
reputable doctors were already sounding the alarm that something was wrong with these experimental vaccines. They had determined that children really don't need them, but, you know, Kathy Hochul, the new wicked witch of whatever, of Buffalo, she determined that we needed to have these for children and everybody, and, you, you know, you got you to gotta get this, be my disciples. We already knew they didn't work. Boosters were already on the horizon. The idea of children wearing masks and all of this was being debunked by legitimate doctors, not by political scientists. And she had the audacity to use the name of God to go into a church to push this poison. She is far more evil than Cuomo could ever have dreamed of being. And maybe that's why they got rid of him. He wouldn't take this far enough. And she would. And she continues a little diatribe. But how do we keep more people alive? We are not through this pandemic. I wished we were, but I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love? but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to. In looking back over history, and I will admit that as a, I was born in New York, 1954. Raised in New York until about 1972. Downstate and upstate. Different world 50 some odd years ago than it is today. Right now, I'm embarrassed to say that I'm from the Empire State. It is run by reprobates. It is run by disgusting individuals. And the poor people stuck in upstate New York, what are they going to do? They need to get out is what they need to do. There was a legal setback this week. New York appeals court overturned a ruling on a COVID-19 rulemaking. Now, let me just explain this. And this is this is Governor Hochul's doing. A New York judge had canceled Governor Hochul's horrible quarantine rule, where without due process in violation of the Constitution, they could literally put you in quarantine camps at the next COVID outbreak if you were unvaccinated, sick or not and hold you indefinitely without due process. Let me say that again. Governor reprobate, I mean, Hochul, 
her quarantine rule. Governor Witch wanted to the state to be able to round up citizens, whether you were sick or not, hold you indefinitely without any due process. Well, the state appealed when that ruling, you know, she came up with this, got it, got overturned, and then she had the audacity to appeal it. And now the, the appellate court reversed the finding. And so the quarantine rule that that this evil witch wanted is is fine. It's a standing decision. They're kind of a goofy ground. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you live in New York, if you have any way to get out of that state, please do. I, I know for some you can't, but you know you're stuck there. Maybe family, maybe whatever the case may be. And I don't know how to help you because I can't trust the elections much anymore in that state. Granted, Suffolk County has made the change. Nassau County might follow suit. But New York City still is the tail wagging the dog. And so you have a reprobate, disgusting, evil witch of a liar as your governor. She's a phony. And then you got... I just want to remind you of the lies being perpetuated when Joe Biden, the selected president of the United States, made this statement. He knew when he said it, it was a lie. If we raise our vaccination rate, protect ourselves and others with masking, expanded testing and identify people who are infected, we can and we will turn the tide on COVID-19. It'll take a lot of hard work. It's going to take some time. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective, and free. While the vaccines provide strong protection for the vaccinated, we read about and hear about and we see the stories of hospitalized people, people on their deathbeds among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I think it's honest to say the last, oh, three, almost four years now have been a very unique time, not just in the United States and Canada, but literally across the globe. Worldwide, truth has been tossed to the curb. It has been thrown out. We now are being demanded to believe lies, untruths, for our own good, of course. When, when President Biden, select President Biden, made that statement not that long ago, back in 2021, the evidence was already there that these vaccines waned. They didn't really work. And they really didn't stop you from getting or spreading COVID. That was already known. I can remember when Biden made that big, bold statement. Get your shot. And after you've had your second shot, and after so many days, take off your mask and enjoy your freedom again. Until you couldn't enjoy your freedom again because they they kept it all alive. And here as we come to 2024, wait for COVID part two to come back out. Already being worked on. More lies being developed to make you believe nothing but untruths. I mean, they've got to do something to 
to steal an election again. And I'm telling you that without any reservation. Real fast last story. There's a TV station in Atlanta, 11 Alive. Judge sets a trial in challenging Georgia's voting machines. Now, here's what's so funny. Amy Tottenberg, an Obama appointee, wrote in a trial order that the 2021 Coffee County election equipment breach presents a substantial risk that votes will not be counted as cast. And held that the defendants, in this case, the state, failed to identify a single cybersecurity expert who endorsed the current configuration of Georgia's ballot marking device system. Now, this is remarkable. This judge said the evidence in the case uh, does not suggest that the plaintiffs, which, by the way, want to know who the plaintiff is? Yeah, the MyPillow guy. They're not conspiracy theorists of any variety. In other words, the judge is saying uh, Mike Lindell is not a conspiracy theorist. And so the trial is coming up in January of 2024. And this is what the Democrats tried to avoid in any way possible in 2020 with procedures and everything else. Now you know why they got to put Trump on trial. They're desperate. I think their days are numbered. I've said before, evil takes two steps forward, three steps, four steps, and occasionally we get one or two back. We might get a couple of steps back, but we still have a day with destiny and a day of Jesus' return. Do you believe in the mission and ministry of truth to ponder? I hope all of this was an eye-opener for you. I really do. And that you understand that we are fighting a world full of lies and deceit and evil and satanic forces. It's not, as St. Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Why do you think I want to work on a project to get young people a Christian education outside of the disgusting, satanically run public school system? Why do you think we try to do the church project? Why do we continue to do this radio program? Why am I working on other ways to keep us connected when the internet is taken away? It's because while I have time, while God allows me to be here, I'm going to do what God has has asked me to do. But I need your help. Go to the website, truthtoponder.com. Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. You can support us from there. Look for the support tab or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code 24319. We have a busy week ahead. See you on Monday. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.